1: all right, welcome to the podcast uh, with Jerry out. Uh, Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Oh, yes. So it's uh, the Christmas uh, holiday time of year. This is the time of year when we uh, normally get a gift in the mail from uh, Mr. Boomer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has a lot of people that he uh, gifts. Yes, he does. Uh, so he, he picks an item and everyone gets this item. Yes. Now, um... I have a situation with my UPS man that I'm not sure what to do. Mm. This gift, for whatever reason, has to be signed for. And I didn't know it was coming, the gift, and nor did I know it would have to be signed for. But I saw my UPS man pull up, walk out of the UPS truck, not with a package, and just slap one of those stickers on the door and mm. then left. And when I got back from walking the dog, cause I, saw I was just milling around. I saw that it was a package for me, and he never rang my bell.
0: Nor did he intend to.
1: Nor did he intend to. So, and it says, you need signature for this. Now, sometimes, I never know what any of the rules are. Sometimes no signature is required. Sometimes you can sign that paper. Correct. Leave it on the door, and then tomorrow they come, drop it off, take the sticker. Yes. That's not the case here. I must be home and sign for it. So I know it's going to happen. He's going to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, how, how is it ever going to get to you?
1: Well, I have to eventually go to the UPS store.
0: And where is that? I don't know. Oh.
1: That's what I don't know. I'll have to look it up.
0: And it's not just a UPS store. It's a UPS, like, delivery.
1: Yeah, center. you know what? I, I recall something. Th- this happened once before. A client sent something dumb to my house. It was their, like, it was their product. It was, like, mm-hmm. something weird. Like an ear cleaning product, whatever. okay. But the client sent it to my house for whatever reason. I didn't know that. And I kept getting this thing like, you got to sign for this. You got to sign for this. Then they're like, oh, we've dropped it off at some random Asbury Park uh, drugstore. Mm-hmm. And I went to get it. I was like, what could this possibly be? And I got it. it was like diet pills or something to clean your ears. It was something stupid. I was like, why did I waste my time with
0: this? Yeah. Right.
1: But th- So that's probably where it's going to end up. to yeah, have to, to have an this- authorized.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. Which is may or may not be in your town.
1: Yeah. it's Not Not only is it not in my town, it's one of these drugstores that's just on the street that doesn't have a parking lot. Oh, nice. You know, in one of the, like, yeah, th- yeah. downtown Asbury Park. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll be looking for that. But in the meantime, I'm not thanking Boomer because I don't have a gift. Right. And yet he's probably like, this son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because
1: you thanked him. You I You got did. your
0: gift. I sent him a text, like, immediately.
1: Right. Immediately. Got the gift. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Now he's probably. I didn't get any response from Al.
0: Yeah, what a jerk. What a jerk. He's off the list.
1: Right, because I'm not going to get it today. Mm-hmm. Maybe I get it tomorrow if they drop it off at this place. Then the other weird thing is I keep getting that a certified letter, same thing. They, the male man or woman does not check to see if you're home. They just put a thing in the door that says you have a certified letter. You weren't here. You don't know that. You didn't knock on my door.
0: Right. How would you know?
1: They're just putting it in the in the stack of mailboxes in the condos I live.
0: Because they don't want to be bothered.
1: Yeah. So finally, one day, that got the best of me, and I went down to the post office. You know when they're doing construction in your neighborhood? Like, this, a lawyer had to send me a letter that said, you're within 200 yards of this home, which they want to knock down and build up. And if you would disagree with this, Here's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. But every time the next step in the process happens, we get a certified letter. They're just piling up at the postal. I'm not stopping it for that nonsense.
0: Right. And I think after a certain amount of time, if you fail to respond, they take that as you're okay with it.
1: Okay. Well, that's fine. I, you want to build I, a house, build a house.
0: And I think you get that like if your neighbor wants to like build a structure that maybe kind of is like borderline or if it's you know too big or slightly on the property yeah. or whatever then you'll get a notice about that as well
1: yeah i do know i did look to see what house it was it's a small house they're gonna knock it down and build a big house mm-hmm. there's a big house next to it that was a small house also right it's a big house it happens can only help me
0: sure property values
1: up property values go up you keep it uh, just knock down all these tiny houses let's start putting big houses up mm-hmm. all right so i have that eddie uh Next thing, I joined Costco. You did? I did. Took the plunge Friday night.
0: Okay. Any particular reason?
1: No, we just uh, we decided, uh, you know, all of these like Bobby approved videos I mm-hmm. like to watch. Mm-hmm. He's always in Costco saying what are good deals, what are good products. I was like, well, we're not going to Costco. So that's what we did Friday
0: night, Gina and I. Because theoretically it would be uh, easier then to find these Bobby approved
1: well, they're just you know these are tend to be more expensive items because they're organic. They so it they're cheaper at Costco.
0: Once you even factoring in the membership.
1: Yeah, because the membership is only sixty bucks for the year. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Oh okay, that's not bad.
1: Yeah, not bad. So uh, so we went there, but if you ever wanted to see excess of the United States, it is Costco. Mm-hmm. It's just. Piles and piles and piles of product stacked to the roof. Yeah. As far as you could see.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what we are.
1: It really like made me think, especially, you know, during lockdowns and COVID, you couldn't find bottled water, you couldn't find paper products. This, they must have the entire back wall of this warehouse is water and paper
0: products. Yeah. Right, all the toilet paper, all all the water you could want.
1: All that you could want. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, back in the day, I think I was a Price Club. That was, I could not think, I knew Sam's Club. Yeah. Costco, Price
1: Club, my parents used to go to. I think
0: Price Club is no more. Yeah. And I don't know if it became BJ's Warehouse or not. Oh, BJ's, right. I was then a member of the BJ's Warehouse on Route 1. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then after a while, it's like we, it's just the, the wife and I. And I can see if you have a large family, you're going to buy stuff in bulk. Yeah. But, you know, we would have this stuff for like two years. Right. <laughs> what the hell? You yeah. know, and it takes some space. Yes. You know, 50 rolls of toilet paper. Where right. are you going to put it?
1: Right. Right. I'm in a small condo. Right. So even to get like two, a package of two large jars of peanut butter, I'm like, I can fit right. one large jar. Right.
0: Or if you got, like, a package of 12 paper towels, where are you putting that? Right.
1: Where is that going? Yeah. My sister has a... My sister down in South Jersey, she's got a good-sized basement. hmm It looks like another storage facility it, down there. It's
0: like a prepper's... Uh... Yeah,
1: because anything that she could get on sale for, mul- you know, right. th- for really cheap, she stocks up on. Yeah. So it's just like... Tons of ketchup down there. Right. So she's
0: ready for the apocalypse. She's
1: ready for the apocalypse. Yeah. So I did join that and um, it just really hit me like how much crap we waste here. Yes. And then I started think, thinking about recycling again. Mm-hmm. And everything you read, everyone you talk to, they'll tell you like plastic, the plastic single use bottles, they just don't get recycled. They no don't. matter. No, like we keep putting them in the recycling bins, but for the most part they get separated out and a lot of them don't get recycled.
0: Really? Yeah, that bugs me. And I noticed uh and it's only because I'm one of these those people who who reads the stuff that the township sends. Yeah. They they send a calendar every yes. year with the this is your recycle days, this is your garbage days, these are your leaf collection days. And I actually read it. Sure. And then one year I was reading and it says we are now only accepting numbers one and two of plastics to recycle. And meanwhile, we had been putting all numbers. Right. In. And now the last three years it's or two years, it's been only one and two. So sadly, I've had to throw out your three, four. I don't, I've never, I don't know if I've seen a three, but the four, the five, the six, I think I've even seen sevens. Sadly, now I have to throw them out because I actually then called... The township, I tried emailing people saying, hey, is there any place that takes these? You're trying to do the right thing. I was trying. As an environmentalist. Because I would would then save those other higher numbers and would bring them somewhere at my own expense and try to recycle. But I got nothing, like literally tumbleweeds back.
1: (laughs) Please recycle these tumble leads we're sending yeah. you back.
0: Yeah, I mean, like zero response. Yeah. So that was a little disheartening. It
1: seems like glass and aluminum. For sure. For sure get recycled,
0: yes. right? Yeah. But
1: we're throwing in all this plastic. Right, the single stream.
0: Yeah. And that's got to be just, like, how are they sorting that?
1: My one sister, who's uh, like an environmentalist type, she tells me that they have a, like, as it's going down the conveyor belt. Air, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And by weight. Yeah, well, so the air pushed.
1: blows, can blow uh, the plastic, right. but not glass. Right.
0: But what if you're somebody who, like, you know, just just try to conserve space because you, you have a finite amount of space in your recycle bin. If you nest things. Yes. Like, I'll put, like, these glass bottles <laughs> inside this big salad <laughs> plastic container. Yes, I do that too. Then what happens? Right. Uh, is that, like, I'm thinking, oh, it's neater, it's less mess, it's not going to fly everywhere. But evidently, maybe ultimately that's bad.
1: Right, maybe they see that and go, this whole thing gets thrown yeah, out, it's that's contaminated.
0: Out. Yeah, and, and sadly, I, I'm i sure you've heard the same thing, that uh, like 80% of the stuff we recycle and we think is something's being done with it, it it's, just gets landfill.
1: Right, which which makes me think, like, should we not even be putting the plastic in there? Would it be better just to do glass and aluminum, which we know is getting?
0: Right, I, I would say yes, but because like uh, at your... Previous place up in uh, Basking Ridge, right? They had uh, separate... Yeah, dividers.
1: But no one could figure it out. Oh. People were so stupid.
0: But they had one for brown glass, for clear glass. Yeah, they
1: had... Well, they had for glass. Then they had, like, uh, paper and cardboard. Mm -hmm. But people were putting eggshells in it. Like, they just had no concept. Or didn't care. Or didn't care. Really bugged me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so this... that Yeah, because it feels... And everyone says the single-use
0: plastic is the biggest mm-hmm. problem that we have. Right. It doesn't even have a recycled little mark on yeah.
1: it. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I love pulling spring water, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. I know you can only do your part.
0: Yes. Well, if everyone did a little, it might make a difference ultimately.
1: But seeing that at that Costco the oh, other day, it's whoa, just like, my what, are God. We, what are
0: we doing? As a society, but...
1: Yeah, then, like, I was talking to my sister about this. She was talking about medical waste.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, just... That's even crazier. Because yeah. they'll open a pack of something and use one and have to throw the others out. I'm like, well, I guess there is a minuscule chance of contamination, but, like, come on. Come on.
1: Right. Think how many gloves they're going through. Use
0: your through. head. You know, and the by the way, nonstop. in an emergency, you know, you bet that those... They would be used, those Right. <laughs> if it, you know, if it was an emergency. Yeah. You know it would be used, but yet those are the rules. Right.
1: You go in the doctors, they uh, tell you to get in this gown. That gown's woof, right in the yep. garbage. Right. Yeah. I still don't know where all of the garbage is going. No.
0: Well, yeah, there's mountains on Staten Island that you know used to be not mountains that were just flat that it's now turning into...
1: Garbage mountains?
0: Yeah. The, the old uh, uh, Great Kills Landfill, which they had closed... And then after 9-11, they reopened it, and they brought a lot of the debris there. Oh, really? And then they closed it again. And then it's like they put grass over it, and it becomes like sort of, you know, unnatural mountains, if you will, that in many decades or maybe centuries, maybe decades, I'm not sure, uh, can be mined for methane, you know, methane gas. But,
1: and what's that good for?
0: Well, it's methane, the natural gas. You know, to to fuel things. Oh, okay. Right. You know, like oh, your stove or methane. whatever. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, very. Uh, yeah, it's a very strange things that humans do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that, but if this has been going on forever, mm-hmm. how are we not reached the yeah I, I, the well, point of no return? Well,
0: because think about it. Before, you know, nineteen ten, there was less than a billion people on the planet. So in all the hundred and fifty to 300,000 years of the history of humans, it wasn't that much. But, but even
1: if you think just in 10 years, the amount of plastic that's being Oh, used. sure.
0: Well, plastic, you know, that came out in, I think, the 30s. It was a mistake. I forget what they were looking for. But, and I think it was somewhere in DuP- DuPont Labs. I think they just, I, I, again, I forget what they were l- trying to create, but all of a sudden he, this experiment turned into this like huge chunk of hard, clear material, and he's like, huh, and then boom. That was the, the long chain, the polymer chains of plastic. It's yeah. a very big, long, complex molecule, and but it turns out that that's a hell of a lot cheaper to package stuff and sell stuff than, you know, wood or whatever else, metal, leather, whatever you want to use.
1: Even just using glass in its place sure. doesn't...
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, and then that, of course, makes a society where things get not recycled, but like, say, you're like, oh, let's get a new this, let's get a new that, and throw out the old one because it's, it's all plastic. My phone, my this, my that. All plastic and then you just replace it.
1: Even that stuff when they talk about the, the iPhones and mm-hmm. how there's this uh, piece of uh this mineral or something that's in the iPhone that they mine and this like and how they run out run out of that.
0: Yeah. Well I thought there was a shortage of something. There was lithium?
1: If, yeah, there was some sort of chip that they're a uh, shortage yeah. of because of the material. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I still do, everyone's still advertising uh, iPhones. Get your yeah. free
0: iPhones. Right. <laughs> Not a free iPhone, free service, right?
1: No, sometimes I like sign up for the service. We'll give you an iPhone. Oh, if you're, really? If you're a new,
0: like a person. brand new one,
1: yeah, a brand wow. new. one. They're like switch to T-Mobile. We'll give you a brand new phone. Mm. They want that's how desperate they are to all fighting each other.
0: Yeah, I I I think the first iPhone I had was a four, and then when my my dad passed, I got his eight.
1: Oh, he had a more uh, yeah, he did. updated phone. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and I still am using that. Oh, okay, but like I can start to see the signs of, you know, all the apps don't work, yeah, yeah. And, and pretty soon it's going to be out of the like I won't get updates anymore, right. and then I know it's it's time.
1: Yeah, I went from the eight to the thirteen, so that's what okay I have now. So I felt like I got a good number of years out of that. Well,
0: yeah, because if they're, it's just on fourteen now, right? Yeah. So yeah, you're golden.
1: Yeah, it was good. I'll be good for for another six months. Absolutely, (laughs) at least six months before it stops not working. Then the other thing I was wondering if you take notice of this, uh, you know, all these like these these uh, ingredients people I follow they they move also from food sometimes into other things in your home that are bad for you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that comes up a lot, I wonder if you ever think about this, is things that are plastic that then get heated. Mm-hmm. And then the dangers of right those chemicals going into your body, yeah.
0: yeah, which people have been doing for decades, yeah, you know, since the invention of microwaves and right. Well, how how long has most every household had a microwave since the eighties? Probably definitely, and I haven't seen any huge study linked to you know cancer because of plastic leaching and i'm not saying it doesn't happen and there's probably certain things that it's worse for like your plastic bottle like oh i'll just refill this and use that nah no good it's use over time but then again the lunch containers i bring my lunch to work and those are plastic now it's a it feels a little different it's a little thicker but i've been using the same plastic containers for years for my lunch so yeah, yeah. So I I I am aware that that's a possibility. Do I think about it? No.
1: Yeah, because there's so. What well, I started thinking about it and looking around and forget it. It's it's not just you could because you go oh I I could do uh, glass containers for my food. Okay, mm-hmm. so like okay. Well, what about your coffee maker? That's that's plastic. Mm-hmm. You know the everything about it is Correct. plastic.
0: Ever, all, all where the water is sitting where yes. it gets heated. That's all plastic. Plastic, plastic, so, plastic. So plastic. even though, even if you have a, because I use these, you've probably seen them in there in the office. Yeah. That With the little mesh, uh, mesh it's, balls. it's not plastic. It's like it's like a mesh thing. Yeah. Now it does have a tiny rim of plastic that is supposedly biodegradable plastic, whatever that means. Right. And it's got a paper, not a foil cover. So, okay, so that's good, right. And, and like, safe. I don't, uh, putting it in a paper cup, no problem. Although I should be using a ceramic cup and reusing it, but you're right. Then, even though the, the 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 little pod is fine and my cup is fine, what's it being cycled through every day at high temperature? Right, plastic.
1: Yeah, and then the place where the K cup goes in is mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah,
0: all around there. And and what are all the the you know if you go to a hospital, what is every IV tube made of? Plastic. plastic. What is your food that you're eating? What is it in that they heated it up? Plastic. So it's 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 such a cheap way to to make things rather than you know making you know using glass. It's it's lighter. It's it's it is durable. Um, you know, it's you can drop it on the ground. It's not going to break. Now, if a glass bowl is not dropped, it's going to last probably longer than the plastic. But right because it'll denature over time which is again going back to that what's leaching out of it.
1: I always think back to uh Craig when we, he would work in the morning with, with us he would always have these uh containers of like chinese soup. Yes. He'd put the plastic, the entire thing, in the microwave. Mm -hmm. It would come out warped. Yep. And he'd still
0: be eating eating from it. And then about a third of the time, he would forget that he had put it in there, and I'd find (laughs) it the next day in the microwave. Yeah.
1: not. and then, like, once you start thinking about this, that stuff, forget it. Like, everything in your home is no good. Because then they go, okay, the... Non-stick pans. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, the chemicals in the non-stick pans mm-hmm. are bad for you. And if it gets a little scratch, all those chemicals are being released Correct. into your yeah, food. Yeah, you just drive yourself it's like, well, what nuts. are we doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all around us. Yeah. Just because of that accident in the 30s that created this thing called plastic. Yeah. And it was cheap and tough and, you know, lightweight and blah, blah, blah. There's so many positives to it in the short term short term meaning a century um <laughs> but still yeah it's it's everywhere you can't look anywhere without seeing plastic Right. it's yeah
1: they said that china used to take our plastic mm-hmm. and then they would burn it Oh sure. uh, we're, polluting we're, all the air for those people yeah why not yeah well in their country right yeah but, but now they're not buying our yeah there's like or, what do we do with all our yeah
0: dogs? like that's what i say just shoot it up into the space and hurl it into the sun. But
1: then we're going to, oh, hurl it into the sun, yeah. Yeah,
0: we just shoot it on a trajectory <laughs> towards the sun that you know it's going to, because they, they do the uh, whatever, rocket science, and figure out that if you do this, it's going to go into the sun.
1: Why can't we do that?
0: No, I, I think ultimately once we are get like so good at rocket launches and all that stuff, I think that might be the solution. Because, do you think
1: anyone's thinking of that right now? Oh, yeah, for levels. sure,
0: 100%. High-level scientists, someone, yes, for sure, because that's it, that you know, it's you know, it's not going to hurt the sun, or us, <laughs> or anything.
1: People would say maybe that will affect the atmosphere. No, now you get all no, this. No, that'd no. be awesome. Just taking huge yeah. things. It, yeah, especially
0: if you do it to where you know you they do the math and you know because the sun's rotating, we're rotating, so you want it to do so it'll hit the sun's corona when <laughs> it's facing away, so the solar wind will push it this <laughs> way, which they can do all that stuff. And yeah that that would be that would be fine
1: that'd be so great yeah like down the road I'd be like whatever happened to the we still have that coffee maker i hurled that right into the sun you yeah. do not have that yeah. anymore
0: and just think about you know the vastness of our ocean mm-hmm. you know think about the vastness of space you know if you just yeah if you hurled it out there and or even sent it into, like, to where it would burn up in the atmosphere of Venus. Yeah. Once they've confirmed that there's no life there, you know,
1: 100%. <laughs> right. <No laughs> the Earth is suddenly, because all their garbage. Yeah. All the Venus people would be like, what is going on here? Yeah. So. Yeah, it also bugs me when I hear, like, things just get drained into the ocean.
0: Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, hell. You know that uh, if you are in Spring Street, I don't know if I've told you this. No. There's that ear bar on oh, Spring yeah, yeah, yeah. Street. Okay. Yeah. Right outside the ear bar, because I know because I park everywhere, Um, there is a little marker, and that is the old shoreline, which is like 200, maybe 300 yards, like three football fields away from where the Hudson is now. That's all garbage of centuries that is now built upon. Really? Yeah, like the old shoreline is right outside the ear bar, and the ear bar is on spring between— Washington and Greenwich, about halfway. So then you have Washington, then you have West Street, then you have whatever, like, little bit of park or whatever it is before the river, all garbage.
1: So that's, like, the land is made from garbage.
0: Yeah, garbage and or, like, excavations, whatever. Just, that's all garbage. (laughs) And that's the case where you look at all these, like, the ancient, the oldest cities in the world, underneath them are old cities you know they just build on top and it's you know that's just built on a lot of garbage yeah crazy
1: i got to look at that next i don't really park over by the ear bar anymore i used to sometimes park yeah. over near there that's wild
0: yeah you just you can google it if you get a moment this afternoon oh google i don't know if i that's going to be tough i know you might have to if... go to a ups place to pick up your <laughs> package <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've got a f- pencil that in yeah. one of these days yeah, i don't that's know at least 90 minutes that's <laughs> definitely going there coming yeah. back the dog's gonna yeah, wonder that'll... why uh, all right yeah all right eddie
0: well let's do the uh, warm-up program i yes. do that
1: with CeeLo. we'll do the same thing tomorrow silo is in for jerry
0: and i'll be in for jerry for the post game yep. tomorrow
1: and then uh wednesday all back to uh the, the people in the regular slots correct and then you're off after this week.
0: After Friday.
1: After Friday. I'll be working Monday, Tuesday of next week. Yes. Then I'm
0: off. I'll be thinking of you. I know you're
1: going to walk out of here Friday
0: and be like, so? I'm like, oh. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, so, so.
0: Go for it! Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: Good morning, campers! Al Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. good morning and welcome to the Warm Up Program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm working with CeeLo this morning with Jerry, I guess, getting home from Dallas. There, uh, Jerry did the Cowboy-Texans game in uh, Dallas for He's lazy. Compass Media Networks.
2: How does that make him lazy? He's Come lazy because he ain't back here in time. Uh, welcome, CeeLo. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good thing you... for Jerry that the Cowboys came back Ooh. late to win that game or else he would have been on the call from one of the more... Uh, Humiliating losses of the ah! NFL season. Ah! Yeah. 17 and a half point favorites. They needed a touchdown in the final minute to win. I think 41
1: seconds left or something. That's is correct. When, 41 when they, uh, for Zeke.
2: When they scored their uh,
1: touchdown. Yep. But a win is a win in the NFL. That's right. You don't apologize for victories. Correct. I'm actually now one of the people who likes when the Giants and Jets are on at the same time. because You've come around on that. Yeah, I really okay. actually I really like it because I watch both games at the same time. Yes. And by four o'clock, the two locals are done. You're good to go. You, you can want to go re- to bed? You
2: go to bed. Yeah, relax. Have a little devil dinner. A yes. little relax. Take the dog for a walk. Correct. And yeah. uh, put your PJs on and get ready to tuck yourself in.
1: Yeah, it works. Actually, works out much better. Uh, with for you? So, yes.
2: With, for me, yes. Yeah. For,
1: with so little action going <laughs> on in the NFL that you could watch two full games at so the same little time. Little action? Yeah. I mean, because it's a commercial here, stop a oh, play okay, here. Right. You know, this. Yeah. It's very rare that. Both games are in a in a similar situation.
2: Yeah, I would agree.
1: So it's always nice. That's fair. And yesterday's jet game that felt like football, old school football, old school football. I that mean, was a
2: throwback. The wintry mix was going. Yeah, that was uh, an NFL Films game. Yeah. Mike like White, the, White was getting his the narrator's name John there, there you go. Yeah. Mike White was getting his ass kicked all over the he field. Was. It was a body bag game for oh. the Jets. Mike White, Corey Davis, Quinn and Williams. Yeah, uh, it was a rough day for them up there in Orchard Park. Mike White hurt, goes out, comes back. Mike White hurt, goes out, comes back. Dude, I mean, not to beat a dead, not a dead horse, but keep beating the drum because I know is everywhere this morning. We, yeah. we just heard Brad Heller play one what of the did clips. Say? Mark Canizero uh, wrote a big piece about it. I mean. Mike White, what can you say? I I give him all the credit in the world, man. On a cold three day. The second one, he literally got bent in half. (laughs) Yes. I I mean, God. And then I don't know how. And then,
1: and then he's still. Not to go the offensive line. But when he, after he took his second rib shot and he left and came back in.
2: There was someone in his face yeah. immediately. I think he like, was pressured 20 times yesterday, if like, I have that right. Could someone block? No. They, they, for me. They did not. And to be honest, yeah. up until when Quinn Williams got hurt, I mean, the Jets were all over Josh Allen as well. Their defense was, was – I mean – The first half was defense. Yeah. It was a pretty dominant performance on both. Nothing happening offensively. Clearly the weather and the elements were an impact. I mean, both quarterbacks did not look comfortable throwing the ball early in the game. So, yeah, throwback. December football in Western New York. It reminded me of the game
1: Boomer always brings up, but Eli Manning in San Francisco, where he just got just.
2: Yeah, well, the weather wasn't quite as. I mean, no, it's beautiful. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, his jersey was filthy by the end of that. He took a million shots (laughs) and hung in there, and they won that game. NFC title game.
1: I guess uh, Mike White went to the hospital, local hospital, to get checked out, but all was good. I always want. That's got to
2: be like a quick thing, you know. Yeah. They're like, oh, but he made it back in time to, to to fly home with the team. It's like, aren't they like hustling out of yeah. there, you know, after the game the locker room? We got to get to the airport, and it's like I'm picturing him, like you know, on the tarmac, like rushing to get yeah. on the private. Don't leave without me. No, yeah. So he did. He went and got checked. I presume. I, I mean, I assume they did X-rays in the stadium before he went back into the game the second time. So I, would think I don't. So. I don't know exactly what kind of tests
1: were done, but. We got to get this guy that Tony Romo flak jacket that he used to wear because all his
2: rib injuries. He yeah. used to walk out there with that big. Uh, cause if a few, I think Russell Wilson wears a pretty thick flak jacket Is that himself. Right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: he reminds me 1980s Dan Pastorini, the Houston Oilers' mm. Raider quarterback. Doesn't, that guy was that, that guy was. Doesn't ring a was, bell for me. Doesn't ring a bell. So like Bro, 1978. I was born in oh, yeah. Well, you weren't around yet. Sorry. Um, like, will Mike White be ready to roll this week? That seems impossible to me.
2: I don't know, man. He finished the game. I know, but you're all, at that point. You're
1: on adrenaline, right? They took him in, a little, like, tore it all. Like this Shoot morning, he's not going to be able to get out of bed this morning. Uh, I don't know well, if you have ever injured your ribs,
2: you uh, ever, not ever rib significantly, injury? no. But I would imagine it's pay- everything, every movement, probably yeah. any, any, anything where you try to get up, or it's a core injury, basically. I had
1: uh, three boxing matches when I was producer of Ron and Fez, and uh, I caught a couple of rib shots. Yeah. It takes a long time before you can breathe in deep and just pull yourself out of your own bed. So, And then you had that Boomer Molecules injury. I had Boomer Molecules. molecules. He beat me up in the uh, elevator slam. We did a slam. I couldn't thing. remember
2: if you – I know Boomers cracked a few ribs. or right Wasn't one of them churnoffs. Churnoffs. He okay. did not
1: crack my ribs. He popped my chest cartilage off the bone, and it snapped <laughs> back in. So I was injured that way. So not the same. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, how he'll be ready to go. And then the Bills did exactly what I would do, pro wrestling style. Work, they were working, working the, the ribs. ribs. Yeah. Although we'll say there was one dude later in the game. Uh, a, a thinner bill defender. It looked oh, like a thinner. cornerback okay. or a safety blitz mm-hmm. where he probably could have gotten a shot in and not been a late hit. Held he, up
2: a little bit. He did. Mm. He held up completely. Well, at that stage, they've got the lead right. You don't want yeah. one of those 15-yard penalties.
1: I guess so, yeah. I actually thought it was like a... Nice, was a
2: pity thing? No, I thought it was a sportsman-like, very Sports- sportsman-like. Sportsmanship. Sportsmanship.
1: Okay. Like, I could have hit you in the ribs here. Even if I got a, a couple-yard penalty. Yeah. And they, and they, he didn't. I don't know about sports, but I think it was just trying to win the ballgame. Or maybe that guy made a business decision himself. It's like, I'm not a big guy. Why am I going to go hit, get a hit? Or the maybe I get decision hurt?
2: being I get flagged, I get fined, and they right. come for part of my paycheck. That's true, too. So those hefty NFL fines on a week-to-week basis. They sure
1: are. So, yeah, it was, uh, again, as a Jet loss that – I still am very positive about the Jets. Now you sound like Pat Boyle. Is that what he, he was just saying? said? Yeah.
2: I and feel I, better about the Jets despite these two losses than I did before those two games were played oh. cuz Mike White's the he's the answer. Yeah. He's the quarterback. Right. I get it. I mean, look, they I I wouldn't necessarily say they played poorly in either game. They were underdogs in bo- in both games. Um last week I think more of a chance to win than this week where they were 1 for 6 in the red zone. Yeah, they had more opportunities, but I mean, look, I'm not a Jet fan, so it's easy for me to say this. So not a moral victory, but like the vibe, the defense we know is studly, and Quentin Williams, they're calling him day-to-day, so it seems like he avoided any sort of serious injury. You feel good about where Mike White's at, but the bottom line is they're now on the outside looking in as it currently stands playoff positioning-wise. The Chargers are ahead of them. They've got the tiebreaker. I think it's on conference victories or conference strength of schedule. And if the Patriots win tonight, they've got the tiebreaker, so they've got work to do. Lions come in now playing their best football they were five out of six i think they've won and then you got the jaguars who just pasted the titans yesterday and then you go to seattle who had a bad loss yes but think about that would well, that be weeks that would be week 17 right yeah jets go out to seattle geno smith ends their season oh that would be hard how about that
1: i would be heartbroken <laughs>
2: Now, at that point, you know it may not be the case they, uh, I don't know that they would officially be eliminated at that point. Obviously, we've got two more games to play before they get to that point. But you can just see that storyline being written all week long. It's Redemption Lions, Jags, Lions, Jags, Seahawks, Seahawks Miami, Miami, yeah. yep, and the Dolphins. Boy, so two that came crashing down quickly last two weeks. Last they spent the week out in California, took a couple of L's. Tua was awful last night. Is that especially right? Especially in the first. His final numbers, he was 10 of 28 for 145 yards. Oh, that's at not At halftime, he had like, I don't know, like 40 yards passing. He was terrible. What happened? I don't know, man. Chargers were uh, inspired last night. Is that
1: right? Yeah. So the Jets, the, the Lions and Jags are at MetLife and
2: then at Seattle, at Miami. Yes, two home, two away. All right. So it's interesting, <laughs> right? You feel better about where the Jets are yeah. at than the Giants are as oh, far sure. as the way the team is playing and yep. the talent level, health, all that. Yet the Giants still are holding down. Everyone, we we, we were a little annoyed about that tie last week, looming large at the moment after yeah. that Seahawks loss yesterday. But the, the problem with the
1: Giants is they don't see – you get in. Who cares? You're right. Not they inspire going no confidence. They inspire right? no yes. confidence. Right. right. They played
2: above their weight for most of the year, and now it's catching up with them. Right. The breaks went their way when things previously, yeah. in the previous seasons, would the be- breaks. They were playing clean football. Yeah. Some lesser opponents. A number of factors. Guys that have. I mean, they've lost a number of guys to injury now. You know, Richie James again leading the team in receptions is a problem. So. They I don't get even the know tight end right. Exactly. They get the rookie tight end Daniel Bellinger back. He goes out again with an injury late in yesterday's game. Not that that was the difference of why they lost, but looking ahead, it's like if he's going to be hurt again, that's another. Like they have such so they don't have a lot to hold on to turn to offensively right now, especially Saquon has regressed. Is not the right. He's just he's clearly banged up. You know, as good as he was early in the season, this is, what, four weeks in a row now or so where his numbers haven't been great. you weren't even sure he was going to play yesterday, which he did, and he was pretty ineffective.
1: Yeah, he got his usual, well, how many yards did he end up with yesterday? Oh, he only, uh, 28. 28. I wouldn't say that's his usual. No, his usual is like 60.
2: Well, he had, I mean, early in the, he had some monster games early in the season, and now again, he's come back down to earth. He's yeah, got the know, stinger, he's got a, he's had a shoulder issue, now they, they called it a neck. He said stinger after the game. A neck I mean, stinger. Well, it's all it's all connected.
1: It's all connected to the yeah. neck and the spine and the stingers. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Giants. The, the, that was just uh, they were outclassed. To me, now we do Giants turning point in the nine o'clock hour. Uh huh. And I never agree with whatever they send me to Shock, me. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was it's always way. I also got to take on everything. I got to take. To me, the turning point, and this is not the turning point. Yeah, Opening kickoff.
2: No. Okay.
1: The turning point to me was when Julian Love. Yes. on fourth The Eagles had fourth and seven. Yes. From the 41. Julian Love's got a level. Uh, Devonta Smith. And he doesn't.
2: Right. He went for the pick. Bad situational awareness, Al. Right. And then I think that That's made it. That's a ball you just bat down because unless you're going to. Especially because it's along the sideline. And even if he catches it, he's probably going out of bounds. Right. And then you actually lose field position. Correct. Because yeah. it's fourth down. Yeah. And that didn't, was it. Didn't have a the went, game. Goodbye. Yep. Then that punter. I did the actually long... texted my dad and said, well, that's that. The, and Game's here over. we go. <laughs> then the punter. Yeah. It the... was just a bad scene for them yesterday. And first of all, I was confused. I was like, maybe it's a drop kick. I don't know what a drop kick is. Drop kick is when, yeah, you you drop it and it bounces off the ground and then you kick it. But that's for a field goal? Yeah. Because that's
1: what that guy did and he got penalized right.
2: for it. Right. illegal a, a punt.
1: It's an illegal punt, but you could do it to try to kick a field goal. Yeah, or but kick nobody. It's, right, no one does it. Does it. Yeah. that's why it's confusing. He, ba- he
2: fumbled and then he tried to hope that no one was. Paying attention. Maybe it's no one sees it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the punt didn't go anywhere anyway. So and right, then they tacked on the penalty yardage on. Top yeah, of that. and then
1: and then the Eagles, after <laughs> that, are like, "Oh
2: God, you guys are just making <laughs> gift wrapping this
1: for us." Twenty-one nothing. in there we have it, folks.
2: Uh, sorry. <laughs> Once again, the
1: Giants oh, don't oh, score. Man. I mean, I don't even know how they got to 22 because I shut the game Some off. Some late, right. yeah. late window dressing, right? Late window dressing, even just to get to 22 points. Yeah, yeah. So that was not good.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I didn't like them in the game. I don't. I. If, I don't think I would have expected them to give up 48. Yeah. Took the under in the game. Yeah. I, that was over. I didn't have to sweat that one out. It put me out of my misery pretty early. Man, the Eagles, <laughs> they, uh, uh that Jalen Hurts
1: is just so, so casual.
2: Yes. With the Very throws. Smooth.
1: Oh, my gosh. He's just, just
2: casual with everything. Just
1: floaters.
2: Running it in, the throws, the way he talks after the game. Yeah. Just cool. Calm, cool, and collected, man.
1: We got to work the ribs on that guy. Yeah, well. That's a guy you got to go for his ribs.
2: Some people. Thought maybe a little paper tiger situation with the Eagles, you know, soft schedule, lost to Washington, but uh, they're looking pretty good. First team to clinch a playoff berth this year, and I know uh, yesterday after
1: the one o'clock games, they went to NFL Today, and Boomer was very excited about Mike White. You know, he was he he his toughness, he, his toughness. Sure,
2: but in the rest of the Jet locker
1: room, I mean, the quotes are just. But even still, Boomer has mentioned about Mike White. You know, his his. Last year, how he got hurt and then couldn't finish. Yeah, even though he kept coming back, coming back, and then I don't know. I was like, then I start thinking, like, how did Eli Manning not miss a game? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's I mean, looks, really there's definitely incredible. some
2: luck involved. Yes, but no, I mean, I, I think it's there's luck involved. It's knowing when and how to take a hit, how to go down, how to avoid the big contact. Certainly, playing through injury, we know Eli did that numerous times throughout his career.
1: Didn't Brett Favre play like that he too? Had a like he ridiculously
2: long consecutive start streak yes. until he uh, got beat up with the Jets. Um, did he did go to the Jets, the Jets first or the Vikings? Or the, he went to the Jets first. So, yeah, did it end with the yeah Jets? he got I hurt with the Jets because the Jets were on a roll. No, that I know season. he got hurt, but I forget if he played through it or not. Oh, oh, maybe. Let me take a look here. Who knows? It's all. It's let's a little take a,
1: blurry for me now. Let's take a quick break here. I we'll, look
2: forward to 17 tweets answering that question. Before I start <laughs> break. We'll take a quick break here. We'll get back. We'll have no, he more. He played 16 for the Jets. Oh, really? He so did. he played through the injuries. Yeah. And, they, and their season went yeah. right off a cliff. But he played.
1: But they didn't know he was really hurt until after. I That I don't remember. That's And then he played
2: 16 with the Vikings 9 And his last year, 2010, was when the streak came to an end. He played 13 games. Yeah, so there you go. There's another guy who just Incredible. takes a beating. And he and took he took f- uh, plenty of shots.
1: No, uh, and not a
2: big man as compared to Eli. The Saints were uh, headhunting him that game, too. Bounty hunting. Bounty hunting. Yeah. Bounty he game. still made it through. Yeah,
1: They're probably bounty hunting Mike White now. No,
2: I don't think so. That's going to be the word. <laughs> they you don't just think had free rushers coming at him you, yesterday. You don't
1: think Dan Campbell's getting up there this week and going, "We're going, We're going for going the ribs and kneecaps off. <laughs> We're going to take up right at the ribs."
2: Listen, we all we we had our fun with Dan Campbell. That Lion team, yeah, looking good. Home favorites against the Vikings yesterday, and they waxed them. Yeah, Jared Goff. I think in his last two games has eight touchdowns and no picks. How about that? Unbelievable. Yeah. We got to get a military flak jacket for Mike White. I'm sure they'll be working on it. Well, Kevlar, Kevlar, they'll be working on that this week. Get him ready. Damn. Can't, All right. Listen, we can't see Joe Flacco. Well, his energy didn't inspire you when he Bro, came uh, he running came in, out onto missed the field, a wide open receiver. Then he the second sucks. time, first snap, strip sack, <laughs> jogging off the field. Like I'm oh now for. Uh,
1: let's dress Zach Wilson now.
2: Well, listen, if White can't play, to me. I... I I understand Flacco's the veteran, and you're in a playoff hunt. Personally, I I don't know how you – I can't watch Joe Flacco anymore, man.
1: And they put up those, like, you know, as he's, like, warming up with no enthusiasm. Well, that's always – but again, that's always how he looks. Super Bowl MVP. They should put in in parentheses, 100 years ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I get it. He's been dressing as the backup, so you would think he'd be next man up in this situation. Like – You know, they all, we got to reset Zach and get his footwork right and his mechanics. So who knows where they're at with that? They must really hate Zach Wilson. God, imagine they have to drop him back in in the middle of the. Here come the Lions. (laughs) Look like a soft landing spot in the schedule. They're one of the hottest teams in the league. (laughs) And they got to roll Zach Wilson out there in place of banged up Mike White, you know, coming back from the hospital and whole teams behind him. You got to put Mike White shotgun the whole game. You know what? I changed my mind. You just Flacco sacrificial lamb. Can't, can't throw Zach Wilson out there this week. Can't do it. All right, listen,
1: CeeLo, we're very yeah, we're late. late. Sorry. Uh, quick break. Come back. We've got more Jets and Giants. We've got a, a, a little uh, Met note uh, that I've got a whole bunch of NFL uh, things, all fun stuff uh, on the other side. Welcome back to the Warm-Up Program. My name is Al. I'm working with CeeLo today. Hello there, CeeLo. Oh, Hey, Al. Jerry uh, did the Cowboy game last night, yep. or yesterday yes. afternoon. It was and, a 1 o'clock uh, game. 1 o'clock game Sorry. in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll be back...
2: Wednesday. Wednesday? Yes. He's lazy.
1: It's lazy. That is lazy.
2: Come on, guys. He got another Rutgers game or something? I believe he does. My he missed uh, the offensive explosion last night at the Rack, Al. Oh, is that right? Seton Hall beat Rutgers 45-43. <laughs> oh, my. Was that the first half, or is that the entire... That was the whole game. Oh, the whole game. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: By the way, uh, the New York Giants now o three and one in their last four games. There was uh, something a few weeks ago here where people said, uh, and by people I mean Boomer and G. I was going to
2: say which people
1: said, uh, "Will the Giants win another game this season?" And that was o three and one ago.
2: When was it though that Boomer? Was that at the time where he said they were going to lose every game? No, no, no. That, that, that was, was at the very the beginning year, right? of the season yeah, yeah, where they yeah.
1: went on to win yeah. every game.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we all laughed. So they double They circled back to that. Circled back they to it. Lose and said, every game the rest yeah. of the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so far we're getting there. We are getting there. the 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 thing with the, the fact that they just don't score points consistently is strange.
2: It's not though. Why? Look at what they have on offense. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do well, I, I, I just told you games. their leading receiver was yesterday. and never You never heard, heard of, of the guy. I don't know who that is. How about the guy who caught the touchdown? Isaiah Hodgins. You familiar with him? Don't know that guy. You know where he came from? Nope. Off the Bills practice squad. All right. Mid-season. Okay. Okay. Right. Who else? I gave you the rookie tight end that he got hurt. You were like looking at me like I had seven heads. Don't know who that is right. either. Exactly. All right. You know Darius Slayton. He's been around I've a few years. I've heard of that years. guy. That, he was a he's pretty good. Healthy, inactive at the beginning of the season. Oh, There was no role for him oh, in He's the, the main guy now. Right. That's the point. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> hmm.
1: Got it. Also weird, <laughs> at the end of that the Giant Eagle game, both quarterbacks were pulled. Daniel well, I mean, Jones because they were getting their ass kicked yeah. and Jalen Hurts because they, they were kicking ass. Did the ass kicking. Right. <laughs>
2: I don't even know, like who who was the backup quarterback for the Eagles. Uh, it's our good friend Gardner Minshew.
1: Oh, I love Gardner Minshew. Yes, let's yes. get
2: him in one of these things. Do I you actually, know who the Giant backup is Al. Uh, no, Alex something. No. Oh, Tyrod Alex Taylor. Alex
1: something. Tyrod Taylor. Correct. I actually did. I actually like him, and we like him, and we like Tyrod. I Taylor. like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Too bad the doctor stabbed him in the rib,
0: yeah. uh, ah, in so a way to get
1: Justin ribs, Herbert her The ribs caused the ribs of trouble. are trouble. Yeah. Your breathing's affected by your ribs, your movement. That's why I didn't
2: understand how uh, Mike White was still able to throw the ball down the field. I mean, how much down the field throwing did he really do when uh, he came back? He a little a, bit. Yeah, he
1: did a little bit. Yeah, I
2: mean, uh, he wasn't like chucking bombs or no, anything No, he wasn't like chucking that. bombs, but yeah. he was he, he was throwing the ball out there. I know. By the way, remember when you were like, I didn't even say I turned the giant game off. Yeah. How, did, how did they end up with 22? Your boy Tyrod Taylor threw a touchdown. That's pass. right. So Tyrod Taylor.
1: And I see the Giants also gave up a whole bunch of uh, rushing yards today. Uh yes, two hundred
2: and fifty-three of them to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> oh Late my! In the game, Miles Sanders runs in for a touchdown, and then Boston Scott, who they had to get him a touchdown because he, in his career, every time he plays the Giants, he finds the end zone. He likes to
1: get the a game touchdown game was out of hand them. at that
2: point. They're like, let's get Boston his you know yeah. his usual TD against the Giants here. Then the other game.
1: So I I watched the the, the Giants and Jets game at the same time, and I was like, okay. Four o'clock game. I'm gonna give am I'm gonna give myself a little break, and then around halftime, I'll put the red zone on. Okay. So you you checked out in the entire first half of the of the late game. Checked out. Got it. But I said, you know what? And as I was uh, as I was turning the television set on, I was like, I know there's a really good. Oh, Bucks Niners. That's
2: a good game. It was like 28 nothing. I think it got to 35 nothing <laughs> before. Maybe it was just 28. No, so when
1: I first turned on, it was 28 nothing. I was like, uh. Yeah. And then I hear the announcer in the background go, uh, we're getting good to the two minute warning. I'm like, it's still the first half. And it's 20.
2: 20- yeah, it was 35 nothing. opening minute of the third quarter. Wow. Yeah. 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 So With then uh, I was like, rookie Brock Purdy, Purdy- quarterback. Good. How about this? I believe it was seven times. A rookie quarterback made his first NFL start against Tom Brady, or that a Tom right? Brady team, Yeah, and those prior seven were winless. Is that right? Brock Purdy. First one. Yeah. And rushing touchdowns, throwing the ball all over the place. They Debo do, Samuel got hurt in that game. Though. I
1: did see that. Yeah, I did, and I love when they always go, uh, this guy, uh, when Tom Brady
2: played, he was a zygote. He
1: was just a <laughs> sperm and an <laughs> egg.
2: Oh, he gave, and I'll play it. He gave you one of those, you know, oh, I grew up watching him. What an honor, you know, dapping him up after the game.
1: They decided to go with when Tom Brady played his final college game. Okay. Brock Purdy was five days old. Wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, when you play 20-plus years, that's bound to happen eventually when you're a 45-year-old quarterback.
1: And then, I don't like this at all, 49ers' Dre Greenlaw asked Tom Brady to sign a ball he intercepted last night. Of course.
2: I believe Tom Brady Not going, the first. No, he won't be, be the last. I bet Tom signed it. He did. But
1: he did. probably was like, this is embarrassing. He signed it. Probably he should have signed, this is embarrassing.
2: You know, I shouldn't say I bet. I mean, I, he... Yeah. He did. Okay. But, because the knock on Brady was always, when they'd win, he was all, ah, shake hands, dap you <laughs> up, and all that. But when they lose, sometimes you're right to the lock. Yeah. Yeah. So, I uh, listen. He hung around. Kind of, uh, I, if you want to read between the lines... My friend soaking up all these last experiences. Perhaps. How do you go out like this? Though I know that's the after thing. all the success. And do we think he's regretting if you believe that he was part of why Bruce Arians got. Uh, I'm not going to say pushed out, but quote unquote, retired yeah. from coaching. You get it. If he really had a hand in that, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to Todd think. Bowles once again, showing uh, his strong defensive coordinator, not a head coach. Yeah. My God. Now. Yeah, I don't. I think if you go, i have nothing.
1: I think if you go out <laughs> on top, right, like John Elway did. Yes, Peyton Manning. I think you
2: know. Yeah, but the, on the Broncos, but that was more yeah, about yeah. their defense. But yes, Strahan, Eddie, in my ear. Very. Then, good.
1: then you always will think like, ah, I could have done this one more year. I could have done. Where if you go out on the bottom, getting your butt kicked, then you go, wow, the game has passed me by time. See, ya. well,
2: but see, I don't know that the game. Like, I don't look at the Bucks have been frustrating and bad and they they're lucky they play in a crappy division. Meanwhile though the Panthers are breathing down their neck now and they beat Tampa Bay earlier in the year. So that's gonna be a big matchup coming up in that NFC South. Um Brady's not I mean it's not like he's played awful. I mean they haven't scored a ton of points, but it's not like he's turned the ball left over left and right. He hasn't forgotten how to throw. I mean it's not that he can't play anymore. It's just the team has been let me ask you this struggling would Brady be doing better if he was the Giants quarterback or the same? Like, if you switch That's Daniel Jones question. and Tom Brady, are, no. are we in the same position um, for both teams? I, I could make, honestly, yeah. I could probably make the case that Brady quarterbacking this giant team m- might be worse than what the... Really? I, I, yeah, because think about... I mean, you've made the point already. The Giants don't score a ton of points to do much on offense, and a lot of it has to do with Daniel Jones' ability to run. Oh, And right. Tom Brady does not offer that. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, they've had injuries in Tampa, but he still has better weapons to work with, and there's been frustration at times getting these some of these lesser guys in there, and they're just not on the same page. They've in- had injuries along their offensive line now that the, has caused trouble and problems for them.
1: The buzz amongst my... Uh, Buccaneer reporter friends down oh, in I, Tampa. I
2: was like, wait, you have buccaneer f- friends? Yeah, my reporter buccaneer friends? reporter friends okay. is that
1: Brady's done after this. Like, retiring.
2: Yeah, I mean, look. Buzz, he no was, buzz. He, uh, why would there be buzz at this point? No buzz. I mean, we, once you become that guy, and I'm not knocking him. I understand he's got, had a lot going on in his private life. Right. Once you become that guy that it's retirement, it's unretirement, I'm staying, I'm not st- It's just like, we, you know, okay, wake me when it's done. Yeah, like, he's got to think, like,
1: I mean, maybe the marriage was over anyway. We don't know. Yeah, we don't. But this, to the the thinking is that he traded, lost his... He yeah, tra- right, he traded season. his marriage for this season. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, probably I not no accurate. Idea. I mean, because immediately she was already dating a jujitsu guy, so something had to be so going on. So the story
2: on. goes, who knows, man. Stuff goes on behind closed doors. Yeah, we don't know, know what's people. going on in people's lives. You Even you these celebrities know and these big... Public figures and A-listers. We don't know.
1: This is why I'm very interested in uh, murder documentaries and uh, serial <laughs> killers. Like, you just don't know. Nice transition. Yeah, you just don't know what people are doing when what you're they're not with of. them. Of course, yeah.
2: That's the or thing that sucks snaps. about humans. Does it suck, though? I mean, isn't it it what makes us unique? Yeah, but, like, you could be partners with somebody in work and
1: business or uh, in a loving relationship. And you have no idea what they're doing. I know,
2: but if we're all the same and predictable, I mean, that's kind of boring, right? I love predictability. Says the guy who likes watching documentaries. Yeah, about serial because I'm f- interested in like what,
1: why, what happened,
2: right? Like the one serial killer
1: that they called the BTK killer. Okay, he was like a great father and husband, and then wh- killed people. What was in his, his spare time?
2: Uh, what was his? Mo, like what was serial? Like what was his? Well, uh, he was
1: BTK. It was bound, torture,
2: kill. This is so, what he would do. Great father, but, yeah, family man. Family but man was and then, selecting these other victims. Correct. Wow. For years, and it wasn't a situation where the people he was selecting were like bad people. No. Wow. He wasn't Dexter. Yeah. Did you ever... you? I did loved you the watch Dexter. the full Dexter. What about when they brought it back? No, did, I, I lost that? interest and no. shut it did off. You, oh, you tried? I tried. You, it okay. just it wasn't. Yeah, for it was me. very different. Yeah, it was. I'll be fair, it was. But I'm all for a serial killer that kills bad people. Which was your favorite Dexter Sea? Like, which villain? Just to go on a quick off. Um, Do you even remember? I don't remember. He... I remember there was the a- The John Lithgow season was, I mean, phenomenal.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't like the Trinity. Ice, ice truck killer. Okay. I wasn't a fan of that one. But yeah, the Trinity guy, was. The, he was, John Lithgow was pretty good. Yeah.
2: Then you had Colin Hanks. Oh, he was- Jimmy real... Smits. Jimmy I'm going Colin Hanks. That was
1: a good one too. Just because he was such a clean cut sure. good boy type of of uh, actor. Yeah. And then
2: went to the went yeah, to a darker role. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing that was so him. random i know i know yeah, I know. When, yeah he said what
1: he was filming something in new york city and listened to all the mets games and
2: <laughs> he had that jingle in his head it's one of the most random drops we have very random great
1: we had him it was even on one of those satellite tours where he was just doing phoners to radio stations clearly on the phone which is yeah. to against your protocol yes but back then for whatever yeah, reason yeah. this is a long right. time ago sure and he, he said he when he saw the, the WFAN listed as one of the stations he was coming on, he was so excited.
2: Clearly sang that song in that WFAN. nice high-pitched octave there. Yeah. Let's take a quick break here. Let's do some
1: more NFL when we get back. And then Boomer and Gio at the top.
2: Or as Michael Carter said after the game, an uh, effing soldier. We had Mike effing white, now he's an effing soldier. Some
1: people hate when like you compare athletes to uh, military, they go, man.
2: Yeah, you know, I understand, people get I, all I understand crazy. and respect that.
1: Yeah, got to be careful. Yeah. I'd like to see Michael Carter canceled for that. Okay. Wow. Let's get him off the team, throw him out
2: of the league. I think he was just trying to compliment his He was. They do love uh, Mike White. I love Mike White as well. I mean, everybody. That's my quarterback. Go to war for that guy. That's my quarterback. Soldier. He's a war. I saw war. I did see Warrior, actually. Warrior. I mean, is that why Eddie, po- or you played this? Yeah, song? I played that. Is that why you played
1: it? No, I just was. I was scrolling my Let's music. See. I was like, I Mike wrote Mike down the quote, Who said oh, Warrior? warrior.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Braxton Berrios. Yep. Yeah. You're a warrior, Braxton Berrios. One of White's closest friends on the team told him at the locker room with the ambulance waiting outside. <laughs> <laughs> the drama in the postgame after a loss. Uh, God. And I loved Rob Sala's
1: hat looked just soaking wet on his head, the whole yeah. just
2: flopping out it there. Was, I mean, talk about a day that if you could avoid being outside up yeah. there. I mean, all day long, just though. drenching the yeah. rain. Then it turns to the snow, the wind, the yeah, chill. It, looked, it did look cool. Like, I was like just a cool. Uh, it looked cool. Yeah, yeah. But being being there, I'm sure it didn't feel no, like well It didn't it's feel fun. cool. You know, especially but it, for the guys that aren't in the game and just standing yes. on the sidelines. Yeah, or the coaches just sitting, yeah. there, you know, the coaches don't get to run in and run out. Well, the coaches that are lucky to be up in the, like, Mike, the oh, yes. up in the booth.
1: Up in the booth. Behind the glass. What do you think will be the main complaint amongst Jets fans
2: today calling the radio station? Pass protection and play calling. Mm. What oh, about and the- C.J. Mosley. I love that over the top move he did. I I, know people are and I honestly, it's funny. I saw. I was wondering what he said about that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, because he. I have a quote from him talking about Mike White. I assume they asked him what the heck happened. I have not heard his explanation yet. He tried to make a move. I've, yeah, think he's just tried to guess the snap, both people, why would he think they were going to run the play? Clearly he thought they were going to run the play. Right, who was the... the Dawson was it the, Knox, the, the tight, tight end. end yeah. uh, and I, by the way, I've seen a couple teams run that play this year where the right. tight end comes in motion, and all of a sudden he's under center, quick snap, all oh, he yes. needs a yard. Now I get it, the Bills were at, what, inside their own 40? It wasn't like they were at midfield, you know, it was on their own end. Fourth and one, scoreless game, first half. So I get all that, but... C.J. Mosley is the same guy. I mean, Bill Belichick, anytime you ask him about C.J. Mosley, it's like you would think he's the second coming. Like a couple weeks ago, it's like when we played the Jets, it was almost as if he was in our huddle. He knew the plays. Like he's brilliant. You know, couldn't say enough about him. So I have to believe C.J. Mosley saw something where he believed, like this ball is going to get snapped. And he tried to time it and make a play, and it it backfired. Yeah, I don't mind
1: the guy – Really going out of his way to try to make a play like that because yeah. that would have been awesome if
2: they snapped the ball right then. Right, and he just comes flying in and decks Dawson <laughs> awesome Knox. Yeah. yeah, that would have been awesome. And then, of course, Knox ends up catching the touchdown pass later on that yeah. drive. And he was all fired up. So yeah, yeah okay. I'm, so unfortunate uh, pass protect. What what is the problem with I don't the know, play I just, call people calling? People like to you know, well, they get in the red zone and this, or you know, or uh, personnel like why Michael Carter fumbles in the four in, late in the game. Why yeah, is he, Bam Knights running the ball great? Why is Michael Carter in there? You know, people they'll you, they'll find things to complain about pass protection. No, the, that's yeah, the big I mean, one. The quarterback got is got murdered. Butt kicked. I mean, jeez.
1: And Detroit has a good defense, right? No. Oh, they don't. No. Oh, all right. Well, then we're good this week. No. I did mean they guy are broken they, ribs. They
2: are moving the ball and scoring. I mean, they
1: Oh, they uh, score a lot.
2: That's true. They do. I mean, look, it's not to say they can't play a good game on defense, but like what did they win, well, yes, what was it? 34-23. or 20 something. 34-23 like Justin <laughs> Jefferson had, you know. Over 200 yards receiving. Oh, okay, good. So you can move the ball on them. All right, but they're they're. I mean, they are an explosive offense. All of a sudden, Amon Ross St. Brown's tremendous. Jared Goff's having a good year. Jamal Williams is a machine down in the red zone, rushing touchdowns. Um, who else? Well, T.J. Chark's on that team now. He caught a touchdown yesterday. Like they and they traded away T.J. Hawkinson to the Vikings. they were like, yeah, we don't need this mm. tight end. Mm. And they've won six out of, five out of six.
1: And what will be the major complaint amongst the Giants fans today? You're a Giants fan. The What's secondary, your
2: Julian Love.
1: Julian Love. Yeah. And he has to answer to Tiki and Tierney. He does a weekly spot, right?
2: I mean, look. he. Do- I, I they better not go soft on so. him. Yeah. Look, I, I hate to keep coming back to the same thing. They don't have enough players right now. Like, they weren't supposed to be in this position. They were supposed to be a bad football team. So I give them credit for the fact that they played over their heads the first half of the year and that, as of today, when we wake up this morning, they're technically in the playoffs. But like you said, they get in. You have no confidence they're going to do anything. They are depl- they had to strip down the roster for the most part because of their salary cap issues in the off season, and they've had a million guys get hurt. And Kenny Galladay's given you nothing. Saquon is back to you know not not looking all that effective or explosive. Um, they have their own pass protection issues as it is, and on the defensive side. They're, they were missing guys yesterday. Leonard Williams is out. Adoree Jackson's still out. Xavier McKinney hasn't come back yet. I mean, that's three key pieces right there. Two guys in the secondary, and you saw what the Eagles did to their... in the pass game. To their sec- and they ran the ball all over the place.
1: So as, as these... Games pile up a little bit, 0-3 and 1, the last four. What
2: are you... Yeah, limping to the finish
1: line. Yeah, limping to the finish line, and then you got the Daniel Jones-Saquon Barkley
2: situation. Here, yeah. Which is, what are we doing? Uh, listen, what are I we do doing not here? envy the position that Joe Shane is in right yeah. now. Yeah. I do not. I mean, I get it. It's his first GM job. Of course, he'd rather be doing that than a lesser job. And Obviously, he made the decision to come here knowing that these decisions were going to have to be made. Um, But it's hard to evaluate Daniel Jones, right? I don't know that it's... I mean. I don't know that it's hard to evaluate him. I think it's hard to commit to him long term and throw big dollars at him for a variety of reasons. Because I think he's limited as a quarterback. Because they don't have the other pieces in place. Because their window to be a Super Bowl contender probably isn't going to really open for another couple years, assuming they do things right. But I also don't know what the market's going to be for Daniel Jones. So so could could I see the Giants getting him back at a reasonable rate? I could. You know, like, and also from Daniel Jones's perspective, okay, you've started in the league for a while. Like, we know he has physical ability; he can run. You know, he did a better job taking care of the football so far this season, and we know that quarterbacks are in demand across the league. But if I'm Daniel Jones, it's like, okay, all these different offenses I've had to learn since I've come into the league. I'm going to leave the Giants now and go somewhere else and have to start that process over again. Maybe, maybe if someone. Blows his socks off with an offer or he feels like there's an offense he can step into. That's not all that different from – I don't I don't know where he feels comfortable. I think he's managing the best that he can right now, considering and, the situation he's in and what he has to work with. And now they get a Sunday night game, the Flex, yeah. Sunday night uh, against Washington. Yes, who just had their bye. So they're in the unique position where Giants, buy Giants. Yep. Same opponent, consecutive games. So if the Giants lose this one, then they're – they're not. It depends on what happens with the Seahawks. Yeah, because they lost yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, that tie right now is the difference. Because if the Giants and the Seahawks have the same record, the Seahawks have the tie break because they beat the Giants head-to-head. Quick break here, CeeLo. Do you have a sports minute from uh, Amy Lawrence? We do. And, unfortunately, uh, talking about the, the tragedy that occurred at the World Cup in oh. Qatar uh, late Friday. Grant Wall? Yes.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Oh, yes, Boomer and Gio here momentarily. By the way, the Mets got a Japanese pitcher, Kodai Senga. Very good. I know you were practicing. I that was practicing it during the break. I asked you before you, you left for it. makeup. I said, "How do you yep. say
2: this fellow's name?" You executed perfectly.
1: Now I do watch a lot of Japanese baseball, but oh, uh,
2: of course you do.
1: So I know All this that guy you terrific. Have.
2: Listen, we got a nice pitching staff now. Maybe.
0: WFAN WFAN-FM WFAN-FM HD1 New York Always live on the free
1: Odyssey app